You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. This is a podcast about the Double X, no, the Singular X Files. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes we talk about the X-Files. I think that's a good introduction to our show. Yeah. The double X-Files where we sometimes talk about the X-Files. Sometimes we don't, though. But that's okay. Was that clear? <laughs> I don't know did if I just, it was. Did I just confuse? Should we, like, start over? Or? Yeah, let's 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 do, a like, a soft relaunch. I feel like we, I feel like I, A, just had a soft relaunch before <laughs> this, and B, I feel like we do need to kind of rethink some Double X-Files mythos because of this episode. I'm going to have a hard time explaining uh, our Mulder's Daddy agency and how it intertwined with what happened in this episode. I know, it's, but you know what? That's our, that's our cross to bear, and we're just going to have to figure it out a little bit by bit. <laughs> Did you just throw a Jesus allegory and compared us to... Jesus. Well, look, there were a lot of allegories in this episode, and I will say that we are bigger than Jesus. So, <laughs> whoa, yeah, Jesus. Come Just get kidding. Us. Of course, we are not. Of course, we are not. We are very small. We're very small people. Okay. Uh, as Allison suggested, this uh, this episode had a lot of allegory in it, and I don't think we understood thirty um, percent of it. Yeah, and and also I would say for me, uh, this episode raised questions about previous episodes. <laughs> I have no recollection of any previous episodes <laughs> ever. As far as you know, this is the only episode of the X Files you've ever <laughs> right? watched. Season one, episode one, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> who's that? Who's that guy with the glasses? I don't know, but I like him. I like him. Okay, why don't you read the episode description? And okay. We'll get this fucking started. Season three, episode two. This episode is entitled Paperclip. Uh, here's the Netflix description. As a government hit squad closes in on the agents, Mulder searches for clues about his father's involvement in a secret project. Okay. I mean, so this is three of three, right? This is the longest storyline that we have seen. Yes. Which was disturbing to me. And it also starts with what I feel is the longest monologue I've ever heard in my life. And Guys, there, there has been some big monologues. I turned 29 on Friday, and by the end of this monologue, I was 45. <laughs> We've aged a lot. So, I'm very old now. So we picked up our Metamucil, <laughs> we took our diabetes medicine, and we just hunkered down for the rest of it. Oh, we just curled up under a blanket. A, a Snuggie. That's a snuggie, old, that's yeah. That's people have, right? I don't know about I that. I pit my very old, decrepit poodle. <laughs> okay, so it was... We're still kind of in Arizona. So it's Grandpapa. Yeah. Navajo Grandpapa. And he's talking about... A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. There's there were, grizzly bears. He talked about a Gila monster and something called Pollen Boy that I got very <laughs> excited about. Yeah. I assume he just meant bees. Bees. <laughs> I mean, that's what I call bees. Pollen boys. A little pollen boys. Pollen boys. Wiggling everywhere. Bzz, bzz, bzz. <laughs> well, okay. So 
he was talking about bears, but I don't know if they have grizzly bears in Arizona. I don't think they would have bears in Arizona. No, because if they did, they would call it Bearizona. Doi. <laughs> well, California has a bear on their flag. Yeah, they have bears in California. So they've built They a... got more bears in California. Okay, so they built... <laughs> They built a bear wall yeah. to keep the bears in. Yeah. Because if you're a bear, you want to get out because fuck California, yeah. am I right? Well, I mean, they got no water there. They got no water. They got, like, Disneyland is trying to recruit them for their haunted mansion. Yeah. The bear theme. Well, I don't mansion. think, th- I think they're trying to recruit them for, like, Splash Mountain and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck that. The country bear jamboree yeah. actually had to be closed because they couldn't keep the bears in. Yeah, because the bears were seeking work elsewhere. Yeah, uh, including Arizona. Now, Arizona, they don't like brown bears. No, they do not care for brown <laughs> bears in Arizona. <laughs> oh, racism. <laughs> Anyway, there were bears there. Uh, Grandpapa was talking shit about my Gila monster buddies. What was he talking about the Gila monsters? It's a, it's a, he was talking about uh, some um, like a legend or myth about the Gila monster and and uh, being a healer. Yeah, I they guess got, so. They got they got them venomous spit. Yeah, yeah. they're cute because they look like giant like giant newts. If a giant giant salamander had sex with like a rough scaled snake and also a lizard like a three-way that's what a gila monster looks like they're cute i am very into that comparison <laughs> i like that very much and then pollen boy and then there was okay then there was this buffalo situation yes so there is a uh buffalo and she just had a baby buffalo yeah and as it- buffaloes are wont to do yes <laughs> procreate yes uh, i mean what else would come out of her Oh, okay. Yep. No, good question. Okay. So, but the baby buffalo was a white buffalo. Yeah, it's a white buffalo calf. Which they love white buffaloes in Arizona. They love white buffaloes in Arizona. (laughs) That's where they, that's their favorite kind. That's their favorite kind. Yeah. Um, so there's like this, yeah, this allegory about this buffalo having a white buffalo calf that I just did not understand. Well, I know there were news stories, like, white buffalo calves have been born throughout the Americas, and it's, like, a good, it's a good spirit, a good sign yeah, okay, so for here's, the Aboriginal communities. Well, here's a tidbit oh, good. from the Wikipedia page. Oh, save us Wikipedia. Uh, it says, Carter included the motif of the white buffalo after reading a news story about the birth of a white buffalo calf, feeling that the image was so potent... He did not mind that it did not entirely fit with the Navajo beliefs used elsewhere in the episode. I was just going to say, I don't think the Navajo, I don't think that's a, yeah, it didn't really fit. So, cool. But, but okay, here's the thing. Grandpapa yeah. said, like the Navajo, there are other people who have their own myths and legends. Yeah, I did like that. So the lawyer told Grandpapa to say that so he's not completely offensive to other cultures. Yes. Okay, oh, there's this Lord. white buffalo, and there's this whole allegory. I don't know who's supposed to be the white buffalo, or who's supposed to be the buffalo mom, or who's supposed to be, like, the hands who are, like, petting the buffalo. Like, I don't understand that allegory. I feel like our our opinions about that will evolve as we go through the story. <laughs> oh, good. Because I need to know who I am in that situation. Well, I feel like initially the white buffalo calf is supposed to be a Melissa Scully. Really? Yeah. She's good luck? Wait. Wait. No, I'm confused now. Okay. Well, I am too. Well, I think we'll craft that story as the podcast goes on. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, so we go to uh, Mulder's 
apartment. Yeah. And Scully has a gun on Skinner. And Skinner has a gun on Scully. And it's really tense. Very tense. And there's someone at the door. Yes. And guess who it is? It's Mulder. Ba- <laughs> what? It's Mulder. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he draws his gun, and at first I thought the gun is drawn at Scully, like, leave my sweet daddy alone. But no, he, he, he's he got uh, Skinner all up in his biz yeah. with his gun. And they're like, drop the gun. Drop the, no, you drop the you gun. You drop, no, you drop the gun. And Mulder says, you gotta give Scully the gun. Give it to her. And Skinner's like, um, no, thank you. No, I don't really want to no, give it. No, that's not, not my, mm, no. Anyway. So what's the, I don't know, we were talking over this. What was the whole deal? Oh, Skinner has the tape. Yeah, Skinner has the tape. And uh, I like, I want to highlight one of Mulder's lines that I really enjoyed, which was, I was a dead man, but now I'm back. A boyfriend's back and he's got a something, something. Hey-ya, hey-ya, my boyfriend's (laughs) back. That's the only song I could think of. Okay, good <laughs> Skinner's boyfriend is back and Skinner's Scully's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Uh uh so the tape. Yeah. This tape is the key to what is going on with the Dark Cabal, Ronald Reagan Dark Cabal. Right? Yeah, and like everything that Mulder's dad did that was bad with Nazis and stuff. Now, why did they put it on a tape? Well, Oh, no, the tape had, like, a Word document on it. Yeah, that was all written in Navajo. That was written in Navajo. And then, that seems very foolish that they would just have a tape. You'd think they'd put it on, like, the cloud or something. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't just upload it to a secure cloud space, but... Clown space? Cloud. Cloud space. Not a clown space. You don't want to store stuff in the clown. (laughs) I think it's real funny. (laughs) I think it's real weird. What do you think about all those, like, clowns creeping around? Oh, I do not care for it at all. I don't like it at all. I'm really... (laughs) Is it true that there was a guy who was just, like, a clown and then someone shot him in America? I don't... I don't know. I heard that that is a rumor, but it sounds 100% like something that would happen. Hey, if you're a clown, write in. Yeah, if you're... Oh, you know what? I should um, bug my friend Alex, who did go to clown school. Oh, man. And see if he knows anything about this. I want to know his opinion on these, like, clowns for hire. What? Well, these, okay, independent clowns. Freelance clowns? These freelance clowns. Like, I don't think they went to clown school. Rule number one of clown school is you don't creep around the bushes. (laughs) They're definitely not in the union. They're They're not union clowns. Like, Bozo the Clown would be really disappointed. Oh, absolutely. R.I.P. Bozo the Clown. I assume he's dead. He was shocked because he was creeping around the bushes. Oh, boy. Anyway, I needed to talk about that because there is something that frightens it's me It's very creepy and it really fits into the sort of milieu of this podcast. What's a milieu? I don't know. What's a milieu with you? I was going to make that joke and I hate you. <laughs> okay, well, let's keep going. Let's talk about coma, Scully. Co- yeah, uh, Missy Scully is in a coma. <sighs> our favorite, our favorite hot goth witch. Yeah, if you, please listen to the podcast before this, because we do have a, a mythos that s- spreads its legs across Oh, this, I mean, our mythos does. My word! <laughs> I mean, it's open and out there, right? And that story does have legs, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, Melissa Scully, our dear sweet witch babe, um, 90s goth babe. Yeah. She got shot by Crycheck. By Crycheck. Who is our also sweet baby. Oh, our sweet baby, but I was a very we upset with upset. him. He's going to go to bed without supper. He's going to go to sweet baby jail. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tiny jail. Just a little jail for sweet babies. Um, so she got shot. She got shot in the face. Like, apparently she, she got, got shot, shot in the head. Face. Yeah, so she's in a coma. They induced a coma. Now, is this where Grandpapa shows up? Yeah, and the handsome doctor. And the handsome doctor. So the handsome doctor is in the, and then um, Scully's mom is like, shows up, and she's like, I'm looking for Dana Scully. And he's like, Melissa Scully? And she's like, uh, I, yeah, that's my sure. other daughter. I'll yeah. take that one, too. Now, I, I will say, if I may slightly spoil the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone has watched it. Yeah, so I um, had a feeling about what was going to happen with um, Melissa Scully, considering that in the episode of the revival we watched where Scully's mom is sick, yeah. they don't mention her at all. Oh, see, you remember the revival. Yes, I and you blocked it out in a terrible rage. I, yeah. Well, I mean, you did too. Yeah. All I remember from the revival, the only brother I remember, there's like William- Charlie. There's Charlie, and then there's William Jr.? Yeah, Bill Jr. Bill, Bill Jr. Bill Jr.? Uh, yeah, you're right. They didn't mention her. Do you think they, like... Do you think there was, like, a problem with the actress? And, like, they just killed her off? No! <laughs> they never mentioned her again. I think this you're is... Right. I think this is the allegory of the white buffalo calf. Where at the end, um, she must be sacrificed. Yeah, Grandpapa says that someone has to die so someone else can live, and I think she died so that Scully gets to live. I mean, sacrifice Charlie Scully. We don't even know where the fuck. Yeah, we don't know fucking shit about Charlie Scully, but I bet he's like pretty hot. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Mm. No, what you know? What I'm just imagining Charlie Weasley. So, (laughs) oh yeah. Out of all the Weasley brothers, Charlie is the uh, Charlie is the best. He's a hunk. He's a hunk. He's got them muscle mass, yeah. and he knows how to handle some dragons. He can handle some dragons. I want to see about like I feel like the Harry Potter series kind of dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, because I don't think I mean I don't remember a lot of the end of the Harry Potter series because I was so upset with it, like mm-hmm. from five, six, and seven. Yeah, uh, I don't think he featured heavily in them. He was at in all. seven. Was he in seven? Yeah. But not like Bill. No, not like Bill. Welcome to the Harry Potter podcast. What's it called? Potheads? <laughs> I was going to say wands out, but okay. <laughs> no, I like yours. <laughs> Welcome to our Harry Potter podcast, wands out. Wands out. With the potheads. Courtney <laughs> and Allison. I don't think we could carry that podcast. No, I definitely don't think so. I think if we did do that podcast, it would be one chapter per episode. <laughs> we would just talk about that chapter like a book club. Like a book club. And then we get drunk. Yeah. We talk about, um... The most gangable get- characters. Yeah, the most- <laughs> I feel that's weird, though. They are children. They are very small children. <laughs> but we can talk about which ones are probably gay, lesbian, or bi. Yeah, yeah, or absolutely. Pan. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. Let's talk about Operation P- Paperclip. Because okay. Because I finally got where this was going. So, Mulder and Scully, I don't know, who do they get this tip to, to go visit Flower Nazi? Do they get it from the Gerblins? Oh, yeah, the Gerblins. I blanked them out completely. Now, I do like two of these Gerblins. So, the Gerblins are the lone gunmen. Yeah. Uh, Garth. 
and R.L. Stein. And did we pick a character for the third no, one? No, I just call him a cute little soft boy. Yeah, he is a soft boy. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. And they are looking at a picture. Oh, the the picture of the Mulder's Daddy Agency. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Dark Cabal. At the Britannia Mine. At the Britannia Mine with Mulder's father. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Gerblins, what's going on here? And... Garth points out that one of them is a Nazi? Yeah. Yes. He's like, this guy's a full Nazi. This guy's guy's 100% a Nazi. So they go find Flower Nazi. Yeah. What's his name? Howard Klemper? Klemper? It's Klemper. Klemper? But I I don't know if his first name's Howard. I might be making that up. Hans? I don't think it's Hans. Or Franz. Well, no, that was your stick bug. Yep. (laughs) I had a stick bug. She was so big, I named her... Twice, Hans and Franz. Oh, it's Victor Klemper. Victor. Is it with a K, Vic, Victor? Uh, no. Oh, that's disappointing. Sorry. So, they go to see this flower Nazi, and the Nazi said, this is, he came over after the war via Operation Paperclip, which was a real thing that I remember, and that was when the Americas were kind of getting, shifting into the Cold War, and they didn't want the Ruskies to have all the sweet Nazi doctors. Yeah. And, like, crazy scientists. So they actually, like, basically forgave them for their sins, of which were many. Yes, many, many bad, bad, bad sins. (laughs) And brought them over to the States, just so, like, they could have, so the Ruskies couldn't, like, have the power? Yeah. So this Victor Klompter... Klemper. Um was one of them. Yeah. And he experimented on people? Yeah, that's the idea, is that I think he, they're supposed to be building him up to be this kind of, like, Mengele figure. Yeah. So, and he was, like, not apologetic for anything. No, he's like, yeah, I did that shit, and I'd do it again. Yeah. And they're like, you killed a lot of people. It's like, it was sacrifice for the greater good. And, and Scully's like, like, you're a bad man. Was it? Was it? <laughs> like, I feel like it might I not guess, have been. Uh, Okay. It's like when you see, when you hear, when you get some primary source, like oral reports of kids who were in the Hitler Youth and now they're grown up. And there's kind of two sets of people. One is like, yeah, they're fu- that was fucking awful and like this was an atrocity and this and that and the other thing. And then there's people who are like, it was the Boy Scouts. Yeah. I mean, you know... We baked some pies, we climbed some mountains, we read some propaganda, that sort of thing. And he was definitely in the, like, well, this happened and I'm not going to apologize for it. Yeah. But you know what? I finally feel like, for a long time, since season one, I've been wanting some hot Nazi action. Oh, you've been looking for that hot Nazi action. Yeah, and I feel like now that the Nazis are introduced to the X-Files mythos, I'm really excited about Nazis. Oh, okay. Well, like, in a... In a, in in a, a historical way, context. In a, in, a, in a way where I just want to see how Nazis figured in the whole, like, alien thing. Because, like, they had... There was myths that, like, Hitler was, like, using alien technology and they were designing UFO saucer things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was, like, UFO reports in France, and they're like, were it aliens? Was it Nazi UFOs? Who knows what it is? <laughs> so I hope it goes, like, full cray. Yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> I mean, we already did go full cray. Okay, so the flower Nazi says, go to this place in Squamish, West mm. Virginia. Yeah. And you'll find all the answers there. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
uh, Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa Navajo come comes to visit Miss Scully. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. He just, like, shows up and he's like, I'm with a message from Dana. Like, how, who told him to go? And how did he, how did, was he in Arizona? He just, like, caught the next flight out? Like, where did he, he was with the buffalo, right? No, I think that was just showing us other people with the buffalo. I don't think he was there with the buffalo. He had buffalo vision. Yes. Like, where he knows how many buffalo at every point were born. And he also knows, like, exactly what is happening in Buffalo, New York. Ooh. That's a that's a curse more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> right now, someone is peeing in outside of a McDonald's on the corner of Main and Seventeenth. Oh God! Oh, it smells like asparagus. <laughs> oh, gross. oh, this is such a curse I have. <laughs> right now, someone is barfing up their chicken wings outside of a pub. Oh, gross! That's basically the running commentary of every night in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Canadians are coming over the border so they can get cheaper flights into the States. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, oh, man. I feel like my notes are all mixed up and I don't... Why? Okay, so the, the grandpa came. We don't know why he's there. He's gonna be... He's like... He comes in and he's like, oh, your daughter's weak. Yeah, he says, she is weak. Yeah, bud! No, she's sh- in a coma! No shit, Sherlock. Come on! You know what? He's traveled a long way. We don't know where he came from. Arizona, I guess. (laughs) And then, and then he's like, "Okay, I've got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pray over her and make her better." And and Miss Mommy Scully's like, "Please don't take her into the sweat lodge, please, please. She needs a medical doctor." He just hangs out by the bedside. He's just kind of a bro. He's, you know, I feel really bad for Scully mom because literally no one is there. Yeah, where's fucking Charlie Scully? Yeah, where's Charlie? Where's Bill? Bill Scully Jr. Jr. Yeah, where are they? I don't know. A bunch of punks. (laughs) All we got is like adopted grandpa. I like him a lot though. I hope he narrates every opening. Oh, there. I don't. I can't take any more of it. <laughs> I, just, I simply cannot take it. Seems a very nice man, but I cannot hear any more of his stories. Him, I just want him to, like, appear in episodes. Like, not seen being called. But just, like, hanging just out. Just hanging out in the background. And like, they're like, why are you? And he's like, I live here now. <laughs> I live in your office. Chris hired me <laughs> to be the face of, of indigenous people everywhere. Just so, in every episode. So even. no one writes some angry letters. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got Grandpa. He's going to just sit with Melissa Skelly because apparently her children are trash. Yeah, they're just garbage. Okay, let's go to Squamish now. Wait, what? Uh, you're missing a whole bunch of, like, cabal stuff. Am I? Well, what about, I, I wrote down the ghoul and whip it out, Ronnie. Well, that comes later. Does that come later? Uh, no, maybe maybe it's just like I wrote Squamish because they're going to go to Squamish. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there, in case you didn't know, this, um, the, the picture of the Dark Kapal with Mulder's dad is uh, Squamish, BC. We have the Britannia Mine Museum. Yeah. And that's where they're going to go. Yeah. But apparently it's in West Virginia. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now I have Skinner making a deal and files... Yeah, now I have Skinner. Now I've, let's talk about the Dark Cabal stuff. Yeah, okay, so uh, um, Smokey Man slash Ghost of Ronald Reagan is with the Dark Cabal of um, Mulder's Daddy Agency. Yeah. In their, like, weird smoking room in New York. Yeah. New York. New York. New York. Not Buffalo. Not Newark. No. <laughs> Not Newark either. Do you think, like, do you think, like, Newark 
was named Newark because they want to, like, trick tourists who don't speak English. I think it's very possible. They're like, you know, where do you want to go? And and they have a hard time saying New York. So they say Newark. Newark. And, and they're like, the okay. Ta- taxi driver's like, Newark it is. <laughs> and they get out and they're like, oh, oh fuck, God. I'm in Jersey. <laughs> Where's Guy Ferretti's American Kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one. Where's Bubba Gum Shrimp Factory? Oh, we don't have one of those <laughs> How about either. Red Robins? No, and I'm IHOP? sorry. There are, uh, they, fun fact, there's like IHOPs on every corner in Newark. I gotta tell you, there's probably a lot of IHOPs in New Jersey. <laughs> it is the Garden State. The Olive Garden State. <laughs> Just the finest Italian food for New Jersey. We are fucking taking apart the East Coast of the United States. <laughs> we sure piece are. By piece. Forget hurricanes. We're here to destroy y'all. Starting with mass holes. Now we're on to New Jersey. And New York. And New York. Uh, West Virginia, <laughs> we coming for you next. Oh, we coming for you. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Talk about this, this dark So cabal. they're all like... Ronald Reagan is saying that he has the tape, and they're all like, fucking whip it out then, Ronnie. We want to see it. Just whip it the fuck out. You would think he would just, like, get a tape, like, be- here's my this, Beach Boys. The, yeah, this is my, like, Annie Lennox. <laughs> walking on broken glass. <laughs> you think they'd just show him something. Yeah. But, but he's like, no, I he haven't. can't produce. Now, I... <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie has some trouble. <laughs> He's got trouble producing. Uh, now I pointed out. So in our in our Double X Files mythos, this dark cabal is made out of dead presidents. Yes. Correct? Um. Now I just I just it came to me. It just came to me that Ronald Reagan is the last dead president. Correct? Yeah. So. He's kind of got to prove himself. He's the new kid in the club. To all the other dead presidents. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they're like, they're ganging up on him. They're he's, get, he's getting pretty hot under the collar. Yeah, and he's like, no, I have it. Shut up, Eisenhower. I have it. Like, I know you got us through a war, but fuck you. And, but he doesn't. No, he he's doesn't, he doesn't it. have he's it because Skinner it. has it. So, yeah, Skinner has it. Skinner is going to try to make a deal. Yeah. That was what his big thing is. So Skinner's got to save his sweet baby Mulder, and he wants to make a deal. He's going to hopefully trade it to the boys, the president boys. Yeah. To to try to get Mulder and Scully. Because throughout this, you and I kept looking at each other like, how the fuck are these two knuckleheads going to, like, be... How are they going to get their gerbs back? How are we going to just be, like, bottle episode, episode three, like, everything's fine now. You have your jobs back. Like, it didn't seem like that's that was what was going to happen Yeah, it was all. very confusing to us. I don't, I don't, I still don't think they achieved that at the end, hey? Well, no, they did. That no. was the deal. I know, but it just seemed... Anyway. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, so, okay, now we go to this uh, this mine in West Virginia. Yeah. Um, Slash Squamish. And you said, I doubt West Virginia had anything this sophisticated. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you burnt West Virginia. Please had some hillbillies and some... Roasted! Some buckets. <laughs> Take me up some coal with my trowel. I, I will, I will. I'm sorry, West Virginia. I'm sure you're lovely. You're probably... Well, we know at least there's one good place in West Virginia, but... You mean the fattest city in the country? Is Huntington, West Virginia is the fattest <laughs> city in the country? Oh, yikes. I mean, i sure they have very winter, like, harsh winters. They gotta be a little husky. Oh, you gotta build up that those reposits, those I feel deposits. Like, I feel like Huntington uh, is... I mean... <laughs> 
We're calling Huntington the fattest in the country. And we are two overweight women. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we'd probably fit in there very well. Oh, yeah. Eat some burgers. Knit some. I feel they knit sweaters. Probably knit well. a lot in West Virginia. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Um, oh, West Virginia, you okay? What? West Virginia, you okay? You, you cool. You, you cool. cool. We cool with you. Um, so they go into the hole. Yes. And they, uh, 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 Scully and Mulder. Yeah. And they go into the uh, Britannia Man Museum, the big uh, sorter where they used to sort for gold mm-hmm. and bring up all this stuff. Is Guys, if you are in BC, go visit up there because it's super, super cool. And you can go see where Mulder and Scully were like hanging around. And they go up the stairs. And this is a huge building, you guys. And they go in the back. And then there's these, like, locked doors yeah. with buttons. Yeah. And I guess Flower Nazi told them the code, right? Yeah. So, actually, the code that they use to get in is supposed to be Napier's Constant. What is that? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but they use it wrong because apparently the first five digits are 27182, and in the show they do 27828. So, you dummies. Yeah, you dummies. We totally noticed that. I just read that off the Wikipedia page. Oh, who wrote that? Like, who, who, like, enhanced... Um, actually... Who enhanced the video of this episode? Like, uh, they're pressing the wrong numbers, Chris Carter. Step off. <laughs> so they were, they are pressing some numbers, and then Scully gets in one door, and yeah. it's just a, it's just a hallway full of files. Yeah. And they look through, and they're individual medical rector- records from, like, the 50s and the 60s and onward and onward and onward. And there's tissue samples. Yeah, and the hallway, like, goes on forever. And smallpox vaccination things. Yeah. Which is probably the whole setup with the revival, but fuck that. Yeah. Um, now, this is where it gets a little cray. Oh, yeah, you had a hard time with this. So... Well, well, first... Oh, okay. yeah, first they find they find um, Scully's, Scully's file. File. And it has, a, like, a recent tissue sample. It has... A re- so, when she was, quote-unquote, abducted... Yeah. Like, last season. And then, um... The file... Mulder wanted to see what he had. And he found his sister's file. But then he peeled off... Like, the label maker was a cheap one. Oh, it was a cheap one. Oh, yeah, it was a sure. labor baby junior. <laughs> um, and- Did you say labor baby? <laughs> Yeah, it was really hard to print out. <laughs> it took hours. Labor Baby Junior. <laughs> and uh, underneath was his name. Yeah. So I guess the file should have been him. Like, did they not have different file folders in the Dark Cabal? They had to, like, reuse it? Yeah. Come on now. Guys, Chico. come on. So so Samantha uh, Scully, Samantha Mulder's file is there. Mm-hmm. So these are all people who have been abducted. Yeah. Maybe. Um, kind of. And then Mulder runs... But, okay, okay, just hold on. Well, because we've okay, got to... Okay. We, you okay, and I well, have to well, talk. Okay, okay. You, you and I have to talk. Oh, no, this seems serious. Um, so we've been touting this Mulder's Daddy Agency, in which the Dirk Cabal is actually dead presidents who are trying to get Mulder a boyfriend. Yeah. How, how, how does the files fold into our mythos? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I mean, I think we have to say at this point, clearly, um, the daddy agency is working with the aliens. Yes, clearly the daddy agency are working with the aliens. So, here's what I think. Okay. The aliens have this, like, 
this um evolved system of of uh filing people and you know mm-hmm. testing people yeah. and so i think the daddies are like you know what that could really help us step up our game with assigning daddies to young men oh do you think the files are like daddy uh current and past daddy clients yes and i think the aliens mm. are helping them like create this database and they're saying you know we'll help you with our advanced filing technologies yeah. if you can get us you know like people to abduct and tissue samples and shit yeah because we like that oh. well i don't know if it's all clients because scully was in there well maybe they tested scully and she's like no 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 she 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 don't she don't need no daddy. this woman don't need no daddy and then they sent her back yeah yeah okay so like, what we got going on here is a daddy UFO Uber, where they just pick up people. Why are you obsessed with Ubers? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. I like that word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's more of a, it's, um, I think the aliens have bartered their way into becoming the administrative branch of Mulder's daddy agency. The, okay, so we got the executive branches, obviously the dead, the dead presidents, presidents, as it should be. Uh, so the, the 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 aliens are almost the judicial branch because they're judging. No, they're administrative. They're admi- okay, they're the bureaucracy, and then they're yeah, they're the bureaucracy uh, 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 of Mulder's daddy agency. And then mm-hmm. what's in it for them is that they they get all their tissue samples and their people to abduct and stuff. Yeah, because they like that. Well, like Scully and Samantha, like they could basically take any ladies they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the not just the people who need daddies. Okay. That makes me feel better that that mythos is now. We just sewed that. Oh, it's shut. solid as shit. And that explains why what happened the next scene. Yeah. Because if this is the alien bureaucracy, the alien daddy bureaucracy, uh, you gotta have like some secretaries like filing that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that sort of thing. So Mulder hears a noise outside. And he goes out, and she leaves Scully, like, in the... Like, in the fun, dark. In the dark, creepy tunnels. Yeah. And outside is a UFO. Yeah. I guess it's, like, a carpool, like, dropping off. Yeah. An yeah. Uber pool, if it makes you no, happy. No, no, it's, it's fine. We don't have to make that joke for me. <laughs> so, it's a carpool. It's a carpool, basically, dropping off the alien, you know, secretaries and administrators. And, I mean, and, at, like, 7 o'clock, the alien highways... Of around Earth are just fucking clogged. Oh, it's fucking gridlock. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take the bridge, the sky bridge over, and it's just, oh, it's just the it worst. is awful. So they they they're there to pick up the aliens. So the aliens are like, oh, my rat's here, and so <laughs> in the dark, creepy tunnel, there's just little child aliens running around. Now I will tell you, you say child aliens, yeah. And here's from the Wikipedia article. The aliens in this episode who run past Skelly in the mining facility were portrayed by children <gasps> aged eight and nine. Oh my god. Okay, forget uh, David Duchovny. Forget already done. Forget forget Mitch Poliski or whatever. Pelleggi. Pelleggi. Forget Pelleggi. all characters on the X Files. I want an interview with a child who was in an alien suit. <laughs> Please. I know you're out there. They were probably from Vancouver. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I need. I need that. That's when our curse is broken. That's when we can stop this podcast. I need an interview from an actual child alien in a suit. <laughs> Please. Anyway, this was creepy, creepy. They yeah, just you skittered. were spooked for sure. They skittered. They skittered right they skittered, past yeah. it. yeah. It was gross. And then there was a, just an alien standing in the glowing doorway. That was the fridge. He was picking up his lunch. Oh, he's like, well, I didn't need this bologna. I guess I'll take it home. 
<laughs> Give it the, to the dog. The aliens are are really conscious of their work environment. Oh, you gotta be. Because, you know, I mean, you probably have a work fridge. Yeah. And then people just leave shit in there. And, and then it gets it gross. Just, it gets really yeah. gross. Like, in our fridge, we have really old cans of Coke. And then there was, like, a pepperoni stick in a bag. <laughs> And no one would fess up to whose pepperoni stick that was. I have to tell you, I this is like, seems like a minor detail, but I'm a huge fan of your use of the phrase "fess up" lately. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I use it more. You have, you have, and I really enjoy okay, it. It okay. makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a clown for you. <laughs> I really enjoy phrases "fess up," yeah, "fuf," and oh, fudge. <laughs> The F family. Yeah, the F family. Words starting with F really make me laugh. Okay, well, good. <laughs> okay, so they're in the, the filing aliens. facility for aliens. Yeah. Um, Alien filing facility. We've got the file you need. <laughs> <laughs> for the daddies. For, for the daddies. Okay. Um, so a small army of officers or FBI agents or whatever comes in looking for them. And Mulder... Uh, was Krychek one of them? No, Krychek no. wasn't there. Okay. Um, Mulder runs back to Skull and he's like, oh, shit, the fuzz. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> and and um, so they go out the secret door. They, the they go door. into the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> the walk-in freezer. Yeah, they walk in the freezer and they and they get I out I mean, there's way. a lot of little aliens. They got a lot of little aliens. Little lunches. Little butts. Do you think, like, the aliens celebrate, like, Secretary Administrative Days? Oh, absolutely. And, like, bring cake? Yeah. I feel like aliens would be one of those, that would be kind of one of those workspaces where they bring in cake for everything. Because mm-hmm. they're like, we don't have cake on our planet. This fucking shit is awesome. Yeah, it's like National Dog Day. Let's bring in a fucking sheet cake. <laughs> Shaped like a dog. Yeah. And eat it. God. What if they, like, didn't have mouths? Ah, I feel like that's a very complicated question. Because, like, do you think then they would still do it because it's part of, like, the earthly way? Oh, and they want to, like, conform to earth culture? Yeah, but then they're like, no one really eats it. So you got a bunch of cakes in the walk-in freezer. How do they eat if they don't have mouths? <laughs> they would eat with their hands through their... Well, maybe they... I mean, they're fucking aliens, so they don't need to be humanoid like us. Let's not, like, conscribe to the Star Trek way of thinking of everything is a humanoid. No, but then, I mean, if they're, like, if they're a a life form, they need to, um, like, have some kind of energy coming into their body in order to produce energy. Well, let's say they're, like, a sea anemone, where it's just a one-way road. So if you squeeze them, all their guts come out? That's... Oh, no. No. Okay, I've got the answer. Yeah. Remember in the revival we had that cute little alien butt? Yeah. What if it's, like, a one-way road, man? Oh! An innie and an outie. That's why it's just so voluptuous. So you're saying that alien cake farts would be a real wild experience. <laughs> you gotta be really practiced. Two aliens, one cup. Oh, you get just such a yeast infection down there, then. Sugar down there or anything. That's how you get ants. <laughs> okay, I think we've delved into alien oh, physiology. God. Way, way too much. Um, okay. okay, so there's a diner. Yeah, it looks like a house. It looks like a house. But it's, it's a, a diner. diner. Okay. Uh, and Mulder and Scully meet Skinner there. Yep, they call Skinner and Skinner... So Scully has like a little salad. Mulder... I was looking at their food choices. Yeah. Mulder had like a grilled cheese sandwich or something. 
Um, and I asked you what Skinner would order at a diner. Yeah, and I said huevos rancheros. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I said I said an egg salad sandwich. You did. With you, and then you specified with a lot of mayonnaise. And I said, gross. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Um, so. He, he walks in with this, like, fucking giant god ray, like, just in front of him. Yeah, he does. It's amazing. It's a soft focus. Skinner sits down with Scully and Mulder and says, look. I I care about you. I know I don't say it a lot, but I really care about you. And you're okay, Skelly. And you're okay, Skelly. Skelly's you're okay. Skelly's you're okay. You're okay. Uh, and he's he's like, I have the tape. Let's try to make a deal with Ronald Reagan, the smoking agency, the the dead presidents, and then we'll get you off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and we'll make the deal so you can like get you know. Anyway. Scully, I'll I'll make sure you get your job back and then Mulder, yeah, I'll, I'll get you off. I'll get you off. Um, Mulder doesn't really... He doesn't want to make the deal. He doesn't want to make He just wants answers, even if it means he's going to die. And then Scully's like, well, those answers aren't going to help anyone but you, you dick. Yeah. Yeah, Scully's like, I would like to live. <laughs> I, for one, enjoy life. <laughs> and I would like to continue having like my it. My sister just was shot, you motherfucker. And I really want to go, like, make sure she's okay. Spoiler, yeah. she's not. She's not. Okay, so I guess Scully kind of talked Mulder into it, and they're like, okay, let's make the deal. Yeah, we're going to make the deal. Then we get this buffalo analogy again. Yeah. So I think you're right. Well, this is because this is when um, we go back to the hospital with um, Grandpapa and Melissa Scully and and Mom Scully. Yeah. And Melissa Scully's like, not not looking so hot. No. And this is where we go back to the analogy, the, the allegory of the white buffalo, and Grandpapa tells us that, like, after three days, the white buffalo wouldn't drink its mother's milk anymore, and then its mother died. So... Wait. And he said that, like, one has to die for another to live. So, okay, but I thought the white buffalo was supposed to be Melissa Scully. But do you think the white buffalo is Scully I think Scully? I think the white buff. I think Melissa Scully is the mom buffalo. <laughs> and the white buffalo is Scully Scully. This is a weird analogy. Yes. It is. Her hot goth sister gave birth to her? Well, I mean, you're taking this allegory very literally. And then Scully wouldn't want to drink... She, Scully is lactose intolerant, so she can't drink milk. He, or she just didn't want to drink her sister's <laughs> milk. <laughs> hey, Scully. She, I'm lactating. Want to try some? Oh, gross. <laughs> Don't say you wouldn't. If you were lactating, you wouldn't try it. I wouldn't try my sister's. <laughs> I mean, no, I wouldn't either. If it was like a blind taste test and they're like, we have some this, human yeah. milk. Or if it's like that human milk ice cream you can get. I mean, I just don't want to, like, I think. You need anonymous breast milk. I need anonymous breast milk. <laughs> I don't want to. I will it. only drink anonymous breast milk. I don't want to put a face to it. No. It's too weird. I can't put a face to the boob. <laughs> Do you think. Do you think if you lined up our friends with breasts and you line them up, this is going to get real weird. It already <laughs> is. And you took a picture of their breasts. Yeah. And you took you took a picture of their faces. Okay. Do you think you could match the boob personality to the face personality? Do you think our boobs, people with boobs, do you think... They're, that their breasts match their personality. Their breasts match their personality. I feel like mine do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like I would say, I could say I would probably get like 75% people right. I don't know that I would. <laughs> 
I mean, I've seen a lot of our friends' boobs. Yeah. Um. So have I. So have, so have you. We've seen a lot of breasts. Yeah. I I feel like I could. I feel like our our breasts are like the window to the soul. Hmm. <laughs> or or the binoculars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I, we get, we're, we're just, the best part is coming up. Okay, okay, okay. Do it, do it, do it. Okay. So Skinner is in the hospital, and there is a weird guy wandering around. Yeah. And Grandpapa says, yeah, he's real curious about what's in this room. And Sk- yeah. Skinner says, D- don't you leave this room. And, <laughs> and then. was like, but I have to poop. But I have to go um, to the bathroom. Because Sk- Skinner is gonna go fucking big dog the shit yeah. out of this yeah. guy. Yeah, so Skinner's just been, like, smushed down, and his machismo has been, like, just been broken. He needs to big dog. He needs to big dog something so right. So he's gonna go find this motherfucker who's been weaseling around, right? Yeah. So he goes to the hallway, and what happens? Uh, he gets the, ju- this guy gets the jump on him and then fucking Crycheck, sweet baby Crycheck, comes out of nowhere, steals the tape, and just gives him the old one, two, three, four right in the face. So, <laughs> Skinner wanted to big dog something, but he ended up getting small dog. He got small dog by Crycheck. <laughs> just little fists of fury. Just little dog. <laughs> little woof woof. Yeah. Crycheck has got some anger in him. Crycheck has got some spice in this episode. <laughs> I love him again. I kind of do, too. I don't like that he shot Melissa Scully, but I like him again. I know, especially in the next part. Oh, my God. So, I wrote, basically, oh, shit. Yeah, I wrote, Crycheck Crew. Yeah, Crycheck, the Crycheck Crew. So, they, so, they steal the tape. Crycheck has the tape. Yeah. And then leaves Skinner, like, beaten and broken. Mm -hmm. And he peed himself in the hallway. Yeah. And then they're like, we're out. We out. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about the ghoul and bad levels. Oh, yeah. Does that happen first? Yeah, that happens okay. first. So Mulder and Scully, they go back to the greenhouse to find Victor Klemper, but I he's not there. I don't know why. Well, they go, I think they go to find Victor Klemper, but he's not there. But why do they want to find him? More oh. answers? I guess so. More Nazi um, answers? But who is there? Is the, the ghoul. The ghoul. The ghoul. We call them, I, we, what, what the president was he? Fred. Said, yeah. Not Fred. <laughs> Franklin. Yeah. I don't th- I think if you're going to shorten Franklin, it would be Frank. Franklin E. Fredsavell. <laughs> I mean, it is a dark cabal. They did hide many secrets to the American public. <laughs> <laughs> they knew no one would elect a Fred, so they went with Frank. Yeah, absolutely. So Franklin, the ghost of Franklin Roosevelt, a.k.a. the ghoul, comes. We can't tell you what he said, because the levels on the sound mix and were so bad. Oh, guys, it was like there were strings in the soundtrack and the strings were so much louder and then there was also, like, rain hitting the greenhouse. Yeah. And it was just like, the music was so much louder than their than their dialogue. It so was... I, uh, in my little notebook, I, I wrote a little arrow like, okay, I need to know what they said. I couldn't hear what they said so I left it blank. There are no notes for this ghoul scene. <laughs> I don't know what they talked about. I don't about. know what they were talking about. Like... I guess Franklin was like, you, we, there are secrets, and Mulder's like, tell us those secrets, and Franklin's like, uh, no, I won't. Well, no, I think part of what they talked about in this scene was about Samantha getting abducted, 
And did they? Yeah, and well, Scully was because he was saying, I don't. Oh God, I don't he know. was saying a bunch of stuff about like Scully being abducted, and Scully's like, you can't prove anything from like what we found. And then he's like, yes, I can. And oh my God, you guys, I, don't I have know. no idea. I don't know. Um, but can we talk about the next thing? It's my favorite. <laughs> well, no. Well, okay, I know the next thing's your favorite, but we do have to... There was a scene with the Dark Cabal, Daddy. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Is this the one where Ron is losing it? Yeah, Ron's fucking, fucking losing it! So, the, the, the Daddy Agency, all the dead presidents are, like, ganging up on Ron, like, fuck, you said Mulder was alive. Ron, you said Mulder was fucking dead, dead and he is not He's dead. not dead. You have the tape? We need to see the tape, Ron. And fucking... Okay, I do need to talk about something. What? There's a secretary. Oh yeah, in the scene. Like, who do you think he is? What's think- his story? Oh, he's a secretary. <laughs> do you think he's like, mm, like a vice president, or do you think like, like he, he's Adelaide Stevenson or something? <laughs> yes. And he just needs a position. Like they're like, okay. You served us in, in life, and you will serve us again in death? Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay good. Or he is a, a secretary of state. A secretary of state. Good, good, good. Good. Okay, so we cleared that up. Now let's go to your favorite scene. Okay, so Crycheck, the Crycheck crew is in, in a car. And they have the tape. And they have the tape. Yeah. Uh, and they pull up to this gas station, and one of the Crycheck crew gets out. He, he looks like uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> he's pretty, we're pretty sure we're he's like Bruce We're like 90% sure it's Bruce Willis, uh, and that he's been dead the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so he gets out of the car and and he goes um into the gas station and he talks to someone that i thought was smoking man but i don't think it was no i think it was just a a president yeah um and then crycheck looks at the the clock and it's noon and then he looks over at the guys talking and they're like looking towards him and he looks back at the clock and it's blinking noon and he opens the door he has this look on his face like oh Oh, shit (laughs) and he jumps out of the car and he starts running and then the car explodes and the outfit that he is wearing is so on point you guys guys i've got chills they're multiplying and i am losing control (laughs) Because the power he's supplying. It's electrifying. It's electrifying. Yeah, he had some nice light wash jeans, high waisted. <laughs> His white shirt was tucked Crisp. in. Just tucked in there. And he had just the nicest, cheapest black oh, uh, leather jacket. Danny Zuko, you have done it again. <laughs> was it Danny or Tony? Danny, what? Tony Zuko is his. No, Tony's father? <laughs> no, there's no Tony Zuko. No, isn't Tony Zuko in uh, Saturday Night Fever? <laughs> oh, God, you're so confused. Right? No. Well, they look just like each other. Well, it's the same actor. <laughs> but one took place during the 50s and one t- took place during the 70s. Oh, God. So, guys, I guys, write a BuzzFeed article about this. <laughs> The guy in Greece is the actual father of the guy in Saturday Night Fever. Oh, no, no, no. Broken right open. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I think at this point I yelled, go, baby, go! Yeah, we are cheering for this motherfucker. Because he, you know what? What? I think he got a taste of the big doggin, and he just fucking is just wants to big dog everyone now. Because he's going to big dog the press. He's going to try to big dog Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just talk about that. I know it's not in order, but I want to talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Ronald Reagan gets a call during the Dark Cabal meeting mm-hmm. and his fucking cry check. 
and Krychek is like sweaty and so upset. Yes. And he's like, it's so good. I will fuck you. Like, I will fuck you so hard and not in the good way. I have, like, if you, if I see your motherfucking face at all, I will just end you. Now, okay, does Krychek still have the tape? No, the tape exploded. Well, that's what Ronald Reagan said. No, it definitely exploded. Did it explode? Yeah. Okay. I want to say that Krychek still has the You tape. think he still has it? I think so. Interesting. Um, And then he's going to, like, maybe he wants to play for the good guy side now. I that I thought that during the episode, and I was like, I hope that happens. You think he gets his, like, what's, not resolution, what's it called when a bad character goes back to good again? Dramatic his, turn? I don't yeah, know. something like that. I hope so. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to play for your team, Skinner. Put me back in, daddy. <laughs> oh, uh, God, no, don't say that. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, really, really, if I were to pick a couple, Skinner and Krychek. Oh, I'm into it. I would anyone but Moeller, really. Yeah. Moeller's just a pawn and he's a rube. Please like, remember our, uh, our standing in the fandom. We are... Uh, we are Skinner and any other male character. We are no Romo pro homo. <laughs> As you said on Twitter. Oh, no. I said no Romo, yes homo. Oh, yeah. You said no Romo, yes yeah, homo. Yeah, just yes homo. Yes homo. All the time. I mean, how could we not? <laughs> um, so. Oh, man. Is this the part where Fox goes, creeps his mother out? No, that's at the end. Oh. We still have to kill Melissa Scully. And we still have to get... The best line ever. Yeah. So Ronald Reagan comes, uses the back door, and is like, uh, uh, I've got, like, fuck you, Skinner. I don't know. What are they? Yeah, we, I know the tape is destroyed, so we can't make a deal, and you thought you were going to make a deal with me, and you're just, he says, you're a punk. Yeah, you a punk. And then, and then. Uh, Skinner opens the door, and there's Grandpa Podge just sitting there. <laughs> just hanging. And he comes in, and Skinner says, you better fucking pucker up and kiss my asshole. <laughs> because this motherfucker, this Grandpa Pa, knows everything. And he told 20 people, and they told 20 people. So I've got the whole fucking Navajo Nation who can squeal on your ass. And unless you're ready to kill a whole cultural group, then like you're gonna have to fucking live with this. And Ronald Reagan's like, well, the government has killed cultural groups before. So <laughs> yeah. I mean. Anyway, yes, mass genocide. Um, Yeah, so Ronald Reagan gets like big dog. Ron gets Big dog, oh. so hard by Skinner. Like Skinner's just like he has. Oh. The, like he finishes. He finishes right there in his office <laughs> with a picture of Bill Clinton behind him. And poor Grandpa Paws right there. And he's like, oh, did you oh, have geez. to? I mean, I mean, I mean, what happens in the sweat lodge stays in the sweat lodge. But, oh God, but Skinner, we're not in a sweat lodge. No, this is your office. Okay, Melissa Scully dies. Yeah, she dies. We were very sad about we were that. Very sad about it. But I guess she's the buffalo, so she gets sacrificed. I don't. The greater good. I don't know. Uh, and this is when Mulder shows up at his mom's house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He didn't tell his mom like he's alive or anything. He no, like, she's seen him before. Oh, did? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. So mom just mom, shows up in the middle of the night. Mom's sleeping, and she's just like, "Mother, 
And and we swear she says, oh, fuck. Well, that's the thing. Every time she says his name, Fox, it sounds like she's saying, fuck. So this is my new game for this show is anytime someone uses his name, Fox, in a sentence, I want to replace it with fuck and see oh, if the line fuck. is much funnier. So the first one was, oh, fuck, instead of, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so Mulder is fixated on the fact that his sister was abducted by the alien bureaucracy and not him because it sound, it looked like he was supposed to be the one who was um who was supposed to be abducted right yeah well the thing is like what basically what um the ghoul told him was that his father um they his father was told by the daddy agency that they were going to abduct one of his children. So Mulder's uh, like collateral so that he didn't uh, basically like so that he wouldn't squeal. Yeah. So Mulder's like, did dad ever ask you to pick one of us? And she's like, no, no, no. Your dad picked which one? And he, he picked Samantha, not you. And I fucking hated him for it. Yeah. And I fucking hate it for hate him for it still. Oh my god. So, so that was very powerful. That was, that was now, it. this is the question that this raised for me. Okay. Do you remember the episode where Melissa Skelly, and I'm doing air quotes, or not Melissa Skelly, air quotes, Samantha Fox comes yeah. back? Was she an alien the entire time? Well, she, I think she's supposed Fuck, to, but, but I here's remember. the thing, okay. like, her parents were, like, so happy to see her, if this is the case, why would they not have been more suspicious? Because the dad knew what was going on the entire time. I don't think, but it, it didn't play like that. No. But remember, none of these episodes have anything to do with anything. Well, now, here's a quote I would like to read from the Wikipedia page. Okay, tell us about Wikipedia. Story editor Frank Spotnitz said of the episode, I love Paperclip. I was thrilled with the plot. I know it moved very fast for some people, but I actually think that for some of these shows, you don't need to understand everything. I think it's more exciting to go at rocket speed. Oh, Fuck you, Frank. No, Frank. I completely disagree. Frank, no. Frank, no. <laughs> That's not how TV should work. Yeah, I forget. See, I have very thin... I'm grasping at very thin straws when it comes to other episodes. Yeah, because you don't remember anything. Uh, so I remember Samantha came back, but it was an alien? Was it an alien? I don't know. I don't remember. No, that doesn't... That continuity-wise does not check out. But a lot of probably these do not check out. I know, but it's just infuriating. Let's yeah. rate this bitch. Let's rate this bitch. I read on a spooky scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, this spooked you. It's, it's poo- it, it not only spooked me, it pooked me. <laughs> uh, five is I can't sleep. One is I slept through the episode. Now, Allison, I have to admit, I've been watching, because it is Halloween month, mm-hmm. I've been watching spooky uh, movies every mm-hmm. night yeah. before I go to bed. Some of them are tamer than others. But I'm starting to get into, like, you know, the scary ones. Um, so I'm a little on edge. Okay. And, and, and this one, the little pitter-patter aliens are, are what scare me the most. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm going to say 3.5. Oh, boy. And then we'll see how well I sleep tonight. Okay. Because <laughs> I might make a rate it higher. I don't know. <laughs> okay, how about your rage rage zone? Oh, rage scale. Uh, usually I rate from 1 to, to um, Deus Ex Machina? Yep. Excelsis Day. Day six, my God. 
You mean the Nailed whole it. series? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, so one to Excelsior's day on uh, a scale of ha- how angry it makes me. Yep. Um. So I'm gonna give this one like, like a five. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just that? Okay. So Mulder actually says at the end, and I feel like this is our motto now at the Double X Files. We've heard the truth, but we need the answers. Yes. I feel like that's how I feel. I feel like this is the new motto for us. Because <laughs> Mulder's actually speaking our language. We have a lot of truths. No answers. But no answers. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a five is good. Yeah, there's just, there were things that made me angry in this episode, but also things that, like, weren't that bad they and things good. that I liked. So it was just very even, very middle of the road. Skinner was good in this one. Skinner was great in this Cry one. Crycheck was, like... Crycheck became my baby again. I cannot wait to see what happens with him. I need something to happen with him. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, we got some listener mail? Yeah, we got some listener mail. Okay. Let's do that. Cool. Cool. There is no postmark, no return address. Where is this mail from? Is it from outer space? Yes, it's from outer space. Thank you, aliens. Last episode, we talked about the great, I mean, we talk about a lot of things about the X-Files. We also talk about things not about the X-Files. True. I don't know how we got onto it, but we were slicing through the controversy of, do you put pineapple on your pizza? Yes. Uh, I was firmly pro. You were, fir- you were firmly pro. <laughs> and I am also pro, and Twitter has spoken, and Tumblr has spoken, and... The social media has spoken, and it is a clear pineapple yes. Hashtag pineapple yes. So congratulations. Good job, pineapple. Um, also, I do want to bring up on our Facebook, uh, if you do look at us, just Google Double X Files Facebook, and you'll find our Facebook. We put up a little caption contest. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my two favorite, one was on Twitter, um, and I think it was our friend Ian. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, it's a gif of Mulder in the sky with di- with daddies. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to uh, Scully and then Scully wakes up. And I think Anne, hers was, um, Scully, I am your soft daddy. Or so- <laughs> something like that. It was very, very good. Yes. Um, and then uh, Space Cadet Sarah said, Hey, Scully, did you know there's a podcast group following our unique badness? And I like that um, Scully is aware of our podcast. I feel that it would make her feel better inside. And then <laughs> my aunt, Chrissy, she says, I'm a really boring person, but let's make a baby together. <laughs> and I think that one won in my heart. <laughs> so thank you for doing our caption contest. We might do more. Yeah, it yeah. was a fun one. Uh, can you tell us about another email that we got? Yes. Okay. I actually, after last week's episode, when you um, very, like, devoutly claimed that R.L. Stein was probably a horrible gerblin. No, no. Now, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I said that the horrible Gerblin in the X-Files looks like R.L. Stein. And then you, no, you made some very specific comments about R.L. Stein. I don't think so. You uh, listen to the tapes, man. That doesn't sound like me. God. Uh, Well. But I do that. Anyways, lots of people uh, message us on Twitter uh, and um, et cetera. About R.L. Stein? To tell us that R.L. Stein, they've met him and he seems a decent guy. But this is my favorite one. So this is from my friend Gibby, um, Gibson Worth, who 
uh, sent me an email that had the subject heading, R.L. Stein once came to my school because my friend Tyler won a Lunchables contest. Oh my god. That's the... That's the subject. And then the content of the email was, I can confirm he is very nice, at least to me and my schoolmates. I need to know more about a Lunchables contest. I need to know more about the Lunchables contest, too. Is it, like, is it something, like, very simple where you, like, roll up the rim to win? Or is it, like, create a piece of artwork from the Lunchables, like, categories, like, the materials provided oh to Oh my god! I want to say it's something more creative like that. I would like that if it was, like, a contest where you to create something out of Lunchables. Well, now, it was probably Goosebumps themed, right, back then. Yeah. So it was, like, probably, like, create a ghoul. Create a ghoul out of Lunchables? <laughs> Lunchables. Uh, that is now an official Double X-Files contest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys. If anyone, okay, I'll say it. Let's do. Let's do it. Let's do it. If anyone creates, can send us picture evidence of a Lunchables. Now, there's a lot of material out there. You got like chicken nuggets now. Yeah, yeah. You got like hot dogs and corn dogs. If you assemble a monster from Lunchables only, I'll allow like toothpicks and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't have to be 3D either. I imagine a 2D. You can do a 2D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do a 2D. Uh, I will send you... We'll just include you on one month of our snail mail club. Yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who sends us a lunchable ghoul. Uh, yeah, for the month of October. Yeah. And and this this offer expires October, October 31st. October. Halloween. Halloween-y. Uh, hashtag lunchable school. <laughs> Well, okay, so if I, I assume we'll probably just get zero or one. Yeah. But if we get more than one, we'll have to judge or something. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'm not made of money. No, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. the best the best or only Lunchables ghoul that we receive <laughs> in the month of October yeah. will be included in our snail mail club for one month. It'll yeah, for one probably month. be the November month. Yeah, the probably. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, and we have to see the box of lunchables you use. Yes, absolutely. And we have to see we have to see the before and after. Yeah. Bonus points if it is a monster from the X Files. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag lunchables ghoul. Hashtag lunchables ghoul. Please. 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 Have we asked you for anything? No. Have we ever asked you for one single thing, no. listeners? We give and give and give. The least you can do is buy a Lunchables. And make a ghoul. And make a ghoul out of it. Please. <laughs> you may not get to meet R.L. Stein, but, uh, <laughs> we, I mean, yeah. I heard he was a nice guy. I, I hear he's very nice. Maybe we could talk to him into, like, knocking on your door. <laughs> Thank you for supporting the Double X-Files. Well, if you don't want to make a ghoul, you can still support us. And you can still be part of our Double X-Files Snail Mail Club by going to patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 a month gets you some sweet stuff. This month... Is going to be extra special, especially for you Americans out there. Uh, I know you've had kind of a rough, like, year. Yeah. And I know it stops in November. Um, We are going to be sending out some crazy Canadian candy uh, Halloween baggies. 
in the month of October. Yeah. So if you're Canadian, I mean, you just get really good candy. So that's good. But so so tonight this this month is a good month to start, especially if you're American. Yeah, absolutely. We'll send out some real nice. We treats. might we might even smuggle some Kinder eggs down over the border. Oh, I feel like that's trouble. Nah, it'll be fine. Oh God, I smuggled them before. Where you put them? Well. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, they're egg shaped, so. Oh Lord. <laughs> So your your snail mail will be pre warmed by my uh, insides. So um, I mean, <laughs> people pay good money for that. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you could do that. You can go on the Twitter. You can go on the Facebook. Uh, email us if you're gonna email us your ghoul. Um, double X Files Podcast at Gmail dot com. Spell out double. Yep. Um, X Files and I mean Twitter and Facebook are both double X Files, and then our Tumblr is fuck yeah double X Files. Yeah. So. Tag it if you're gonna. What's the tag hashtag? Lunchable school. Lunchable hashtag Lunchable school. It will get our attention. Yeah. Uh, but you can email at us or it's social media at us. Oh my god! I hope someone does that. Me too. You know we've hit the big time when we get Lunchable ghouls. <laughs> okay. Make our dreams come true, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's time for predictions. Oh shit! I was gonna just close the show. No. Nope. Let's do that. Okay. Predictions. It's your turn. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Uh, okay, season three, episode three. Uh, the title is DPO. <laughs> Excuse me? DPO. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Now, what was it you were saying about Skinner and Crycheck? Oh, no. Uh, oh, and since it's DP, I guess Mulder's in there, too? God, no. No, God, no, Jesus, no. <laughs> well, homo, yes. Uh, yes, homo. Deep, oh, DP is too easy. This is going to be a bottle episode. It's not going to have anything to do with the other three. Okay. No mythos. No mythos whatsoever. It'll probably be like a monster of the week. D. All I can think about is penetration, man. Not just any penetration. Not just any <laughs> daily. Daily. Uh, oh, okay. No. It's the Daytona Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, interesting. I couldn't think of a city. I don't know where Daytona you is. You couldn't come up with Detroit? Shit, I should have gone with Detroit. No, I'm sticking with Daytona. Is Daytona in Florida? Yes. Okay. So. It is a big spring break town. It is. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Daytona, Philharmonic. But how is, how are there, hmm. Okay. So. We are cold open. Mm -hmm. Is the Dayton, Ohio, no, Daytona. Not Dayton. Daytona Philharmonic Orchestra. And um, there's one seat. The piccolo player is missing. Mm. And someone is killing off orchestra leaders or orca orchestrators. Or how do you say to someone who plays an instrument? Musicians? Musicians. <laughs> What's that fancy word you What's that fancy word? Uh, and they end up in the crocodile swamp. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
So they think it's like a mob thing, but like the bodies have like weird markings or something. Like they're all their insides are gone or they have like a no brainer. So like their whole entire brain is gone. Mm -hmm. Something weird. And then so Mulder and Scully have to figure out like what is what what is happening. Okay. Okay. So half point for an orchestra. And half point for Florida. No half point. Can you give me half point for like swamp murder? Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's it. What did I? Okay, yeah. Sounds what, good. Did, did you get anything? Oh, I don't. Before? I have no idea. Okay, well then. We'll, we'll <laughs> suss it out. Um, I just think we're zero for zero. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry this episode ran a little long, you guys, but hopefully you'll enjoy uh, it's all the extra wh- cushion for the pushing. <laughs> I'm sure we'll cut half of it. <laughs> it's like a 30-minute episode now. Okay. Until next time, the truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. Hashtag Lunchable Ghoul. Oh, my God. <laughs>